Welcome back to Spilling the Tea with us teachers. This is Mrs. Hayden. Mrs. Becker. And Mrs. Goonemaker. Welcome. Today we're going to discuss... Fun math. I think that's an oxymoron. No, you're a moron. <gasps> you can't play that to students. I'm offended. Anyway, tell me your fun math facts. Okay. Well, we'll start with things related to English to make her feel better. Yes. 1,000 is the only number from 0 to 1,000 that has the letter A in it. What? Oh, my. Every odd number has the letter E. Does that make E odd? My brain hurts. <laughs> One, three, five. What in the world? <laughs> what have you done? <laughs> no, she's got a whole bunch of math facts for me. The word hundred comes from hundredth, which is an old Norse term that actually referred to 120. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> That's my math right there. Mrs. Teddy can't get it. It's 100th. <laughs> Among all the Shakespearean dramas, the word mathematics only appears in the play called The Taming of the Shrew. Taming of the Shrew. Uh, well, that's actually, I actually like that one. But mathematics. See, it was so unimportant to William Shakespeare. Yeah, but you don't like William I Shakespeare. I know. I worked myself into a corner there. <laughs> there is no Roman numeral for zero. Oh, yeah. Is it just zero? Hmm. Yeah. Huh. That's cheating. Hmm. A standard piece of paper can be only be folded seven times. I However, knew that. according to mathematical theory, if you fold a piece of paper in half 103 times, its thickness would equal that of the observable universe. Huh. But yeah, we actually practiced the folding of paper and then trying to tear it, too. Mm -hmm. And here's one that really flipped me out. A jiffy is an actual measure, unit measure. To be there in a jiffy? Is it like five minutes or what is it? Well, it all depends. And they said the first use of it was in 1785. Huh. And Gilbert Newton Lewis, who lived from 1875 to 1946, proposed unit of time called a jiffy, which was equal to the time it takes light to travel a centimeter. Hmm. Oh, centimeter. Interesting. Yeah. Um, let's see. In astrophysics and quantum physics, a jiffy is the time it takes for light to travel one fermi, which is approximately the size of a nucleon. So a jiffy is about three times 10 to the negative 24th seconds. So when you say Good that, Lord. it's actually hyperbole. It is. We learned a jiffy. Look at that. It's Englishy. Mrs. Schoonmaker just made it cool. Er. So we learned a jiffy. Er. See, but I just think of peanut butter. Can you eat it in a jiffy? No, because it's peanut butter. You go. <laughs> <laughs> it sticks. You don't eat with your mouth open. Unless you have to eat in a jiffy. <laughs> That's what I'm here for. I'm comic relief. All and right. then... Um, what else can we learn from you? Well, because we Americans are stubborn, we still use the Fahrenheit yes, system we do. Mm -hmm. for temperature, where science and everybody else uses Celsius. If you know the Fahrenheit temperature, you subtract 32, multiply the result by five-ninths, and that gives you the Celsius temperature. I'll just stick to Fahrenheit. Thank you very much. Yeah. That seemed like a well, lot of math. It's because Fahrenheit made the scale, then measured the freezing point and boiling point of water. Whereas the guy who did Celsius, he 
measured the freezing point. That's zero. Yeah. He measured the boiling point. That's 100. Then made a scale. Well. There's one temperature that is the same in both. Please tell me it's like 42. (laughs) Negative 40 degrees. Ah, close. (laughs) See, 42 is the number of life. No. That would be interesting. You guys have never seen The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, huh? No. <sighs> All right. So negative 40 degrees. Negative 40 is the only one where you don't have to put an F or a C after it. Interesting. Because it's mm. the same in both. And I did the math, and it works. We have a lot of, like, random measurements here in America that they used to use, like a rod and hands for horses. Like, those were actual measurements back in the day. Mm-hmm. That's creepy. So anyway, what else can you teach about math that makes it cool? There is a formula that proves that you will get wetter running in the rain than walking. My mother used to tell me that when we were little. When we'd say, oh, you got to run so you don't get wet. She goes, no, you'll get wetter if you run, which I thought was just a mom thing. <laughs> don't run the rain so you don't fall. <laughs> and I'm looking at a formula right here that proves If you're a person of typical build and rain is coming from behind you at the speed of a gentle walking pace, you will be hit by less rain if you amble along than if you run full pelt. So ambling, though, isn't just walking. That's going a little bit faster. But you're not running. It's not a run and it's not a skip. See, there's the formula. I'm showing. I see. That is math. That's math. You just tell me to amble along and I will walk a little bit faster. I'll get That just freaked me out. My mother got proved right by science and math. I couldn't stand it. Well, they proved that on <laughs> Mythbusters, right? Or they couldn't they couldn't formulate it correctly. They weren't Because sure. it didn't involve blowing anything up. It's true. Mm-hmm. They used PVC pipes to simulate rain. But I feel like they when they were running, they caught a little bit more rain on them than they did in walking. And so they decided, I think in that episode, they decided that walking was better than running. Yes. I want to say that that happened in that episode. Unless there's lightning involved. You should probably not be outside when there's lightning. That's right. But you can puddle hop, not when there's lightning, though. No, not if there's lightning. <laughs> Did you enjoy math today, Mrs. Saguna Maker? I usually enjoy math when Mrs. Becker teaches it. Okay, well, you're wrong, and that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay, who's more fun, the English class or the math class, keeping in mind that only one of them is correct? <laughs> this is where I played the fifth. <laughs> Fine. I would just like to say that in English class, two plus two equals five. If you have um, the belief system of Big Brother, when you're being told that it means five. That's right. (laughs) Two plus two is five. Sometimes. Well, in math, we don't let a tyrant tell us what to do. Aren't you the tyrant telling students what to do? Unless you're (laughs) the Pythagoreans who supposedly, when the first guy developed or proposed the idea of an irrational number, they threw him off a cliff to kill him. Well, that's quite irrational to do that. (laughs) (laughs) This is where English and math come together again. (laughs) We don't like your math. Get out of here. Spram. This is like, this is Sparta. Like, kabam! Kicking him off. (laughs) How dare you? Oh, boy. I have one last fun thing. I'm ready. If I may. There's a number sequence that's found in nature. Fibonacci sequence? Yep. Yes. I knew that one. It's the spinny shell thing, right? Yeah. One, one, two, three, five, eight, 13, 21, 34, and so on. You just, to get the next number, you add the two previous numbers. My brain hurts. That's so fancy. Yeah. So 21 plus 34 is 55. Right. Woo! 
So uh, I don't want to brag, but I know the Fibonacci sequence. If now. you go out <laughs> and steal flowers from your neighbor's garden and count the petals, it will almost always be a Fibonacci number. Is the reason why? Uh, well, there's science, and is there English attached to that? <laughs> Asking for a friend. <laughs> and when you look at how the leaves are arranged on a plant, it follows a Fibonacci sequence. And they realized that it maximizes the amount of sunlight oh, that leaves can get. That makes sense. Because if you have a leaf right on top of you, you're in its shadow. And, that's right. You know, you you'll get a bad tan line. That's mm -hmm. why. That's why there's good shade under a tree then, because it's getting all the sun. Mm -hmm. All right. I'm. I think I may actually enjoy math now. Mm -hmm. Only for that. Thank you, Mrs. Becker, for making math fun. You're welcome. Any comments, Mrs. Schoonemaker? None at this time. All right. <laughs> She's still pleading the fifth. <laughs> She's like, yeah. English is better. <laughs> Thank you for this installment of Spilling the Tea. Goodbye.